Hello, hello, and welcome back. It's Christmas Eve. I am in my apartment by myself. It's the first Christmas Eve that I've spent alone. It feels really, really, really weird. It's just so odd. It's such a weird time, and I know there's so many people that can't be with their families because of COVID and traveling, and it sucks. I mean, it really does suck kind of just trying to look at the bright side. My family's healthy, I'm healthy. The reason I'm not there right now is because I was just traveling and COVID in New York right now is absolutely absurd. Like I feel like every single person has it right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I haven't seen anyone since I got back to the city just because I'm trying to be extra cautious, but I took a COVID test when I got back or a few days after I got back and I just don't have the results yet and I don't want to go home until I do because what if for some reason I do have COVID and I'm just asymptomatic. I don't want to bring that to my family so I'm chilling here until I get my results back. I literally have my bag packed ready to go to hop on a train and get home ASAP as soon as I get my results back. I've been checking literally all day, but just trying to be positive. Family's healthy, I'm healthy. At least they're close by where I can hop on a train. Thinking about the bright side because it could be a lot worse. But anyways, into the good stuff, into the nitty gritty. We are here to talk about body image today. And this has been a really, really, really highly requested topic to talk about. I feel like every single human being has dealt with negative body image issues at some point in their life, if not for all of their life. It's tough. It's hard when we are so critical and nitpicky about ourselves. We're looking at ourselves every single day in the mirror. How do you not get nitpicky? It's difficult. And then social media comes into play. That hasn't helped at all. When you open your Instagram app every day and see these crazy models with insane bodies, it's hard not to compare yourself. It's difficult. And then we get into dieting and calorie counting and believing what you see on the internet and comparing what you eat in a day to other people's what I eat in a day's and it's just so much. It can get to be so much. So I want to start off with some questions that I've gotten and they'll probably just lead into the main topics that I want to hit. The first one that I always get, do you count calories? The answer is absolutely not. I will never do that again. I, I've done it. I've been through the whole calorie counting phase of my life. I feel like everyone, uh, most people have kind of gone through that. I think I touched on this a bit in the first or second episode, I forget. But during college was when I really, really had a bad relationship with food, nutrition, and fitness. And I was really trying to get back into quote, quote, shape. And I was just trying to lose weight. And so I had the whole MyFitnessPal, those kinds of apps downloaded on my phone and I would enter in every meal and count every calorie and I would get to the point where if I was going to go over my so-called calorie limit for the day, even if I was starving, I would not let myself go over my calorie limit. And 
that would lead me to going to sleep super hungry and waking up five times during the night because I'm so hungry. And then that led to binging. And it was just an endless, endless cycle of toxicity. And letting go of counting calories is hard. It is difficult because in your head, you always know in the back of your mind about how much something you're eating is in calories, about how many calories is this food, how many calories is this food. It's hard to get out of that mindset and stop adding up calories in your head. It just takes a matter of committing to letting go and it'll happen over time if you really want it to. I intuitively eat now and I feel like this is a very complicated topic for no reason. The term intuitive eating, people are like, what is that? It's so straightforward. It's just eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. You just listen to your body's cues. And I'm not saying that in a way that's like, oh my god, it's so simple. Why don't you understand it? It's just intuitive eating. I'm saying it because I feel like on social media and even in conversation, it's just very overly analyzed and complicated for no reason when it's just very straightforward and has a lot to do with just mindfulness and listening to your body. If you're hungry throughout the day, if your body's telling you it needs a snack, go get a snack. With that said though, and I've thought about this a lot and I hope this makes sense, but at least for me, when I get anxious, I get super hungry and I eat. My anxiety goes to my stomach. For whatever reason, it makes me think that I'm hungry when I'm anxious. Or also on top of that, it's just that when I'm anxious, I feel like I need to be doing something. So eating and moving my mouth and having an oral fixation, I guess that's my coping way with anxiety. That's my coping mechanism. But it's interesting for other people who get anxious, they have no appetite. But what I'm saying is I know myself and I know that when I do get into an anxious mood or period, I know that I'm not actually hungry. I just want something to distract myself from being anxious. And I'm bringing this up because I feel like in the past I've been like, oh, I'm anxious, but my body's telling me that I'm hungry, so I am hungry, I'm going to eat. But it's just not the case. But I know that because I know myself and I've been in tune with myself and I've realized that time after time because I've experienced anxiety time after time and I've noticed this trend that even if I have a huge lunch and then an hour later I get super anxious about something, I know I'm not hungry. I know that. But my body just wants something to do and is trying to distract myself. I hope that makes sense. I don't know. But basically, intuitive eating is just listening to your body and just focusing on being mindful when you're eating. And it's about learning what works for you. For example, what I eat in a day should not be what you eat in a day because everyone's body is different. I definitely talked about this in the last episode in regards to working out and doing those what I eat in a days. What I eat in a day should not be what you eat in a day. Our bodies are different. They're going to react differently. Our genetics are different. Our metabolism is different. There are so many factors that go into 
determining what you should eat and how you should eat and the amount that you eat every day. There are just so many different elements and components that go into your body and how it reacts to your food. There's a lot of what I eat in a day videos on social media, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is. There's so many. And I am personally neutral about them because I'm in a mindset where they don't negatively affect me. But I do understand how they can be extremely triggering and toxic for people. Because I was once in that place in my life where I would go on and view these what I eat in a day videos and try to copy them exactly to a T because I wanted the same body as the girl in whatever what I eat in a day video I was watching. I wanted to look like her so I thought that I could just eat exactly what she ate in a day and I would look like that. Which very obviously, well at the time, was not obvious at all to me but that's not the case. That does not happen. I feel like I'm gonna tone down my voice a little bit because I'm getting a little too passionate about this topic. <laughs> and I recorded this the first time and started listening back to it and now I'm re-recording it because I just felt like I was too intense in the first one. But I think it's just because body image is such a serious topic and I've struggled with it so, so much and I still do sometimes. No one's perfect. I'm not even close. I still have so many bad body image days. But the reason why I feel comfortable talking about this is because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I understand I'm gonna have days where I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see and I feel like I'm being too judgmental with myself, but I can recognize that. I can recognize that I'm being too harsh and too critical and instead of sulking about it all day or skipping breakfast or going to the gym twice to cope with it and to try and quote quote fix what I see in the mirror, I just get on with my day and I don't think about it anymore. And I feel like the reason why I don't think about it anymore and I don't stress over my body image anymore is because my priorities have completely shifted and my mindset has completely shifted. And I think that's really the root of all of this. Like when I was talking about the what I eat in a day videos, the what I eat in a day videos are still the same videos that I watched three years ago that made me have this toxic relationship with food. But I can watch them now and instead just get inspiration from these meals and motivation to cook more or things like that because my mindset has shifted and I look at these videos in a different light. And that's the same with social media in general in the fitness world. I think that it really has to do with your perspective and your mindset and how you view everything really. I mean to begin with, if you're following people on social media that make you feel bad about your body and just make you have these unrealistic expectations about what you think that your body should look like. If you're following people who don't make you feel good, then unfollow them. You don't have to be seeing their posts. You don't have to be allowing yourself to 
fall into this trap of comparing yourself to others on social media. And it's funny because there are people, influencers, who I used to follow when I was in this bad, toxic mindset relationship with health, wellness, and food. Sammy Clark is a big one. I have followed her for the longest time. She's the one who I used to watch her What I Eat in a Day videos. I used to follow her workouts. I still do follow her workouts. But there was a period of time where I had to unfollow her because I just wasn't in the right mindset and her posts weren't helping me. Now, I follow her. I love her posts, I love her videos, I love everything about her, she's so great. But it's because I'm not looking at her posts comparing myself to her. Instead, I look at her posts and I feel motivated. I'm like, yes, she is killing it. I wanna kill it too. I'm gonna go get a really good workout in today. I'm not expecting to look like her. I'm never gonna look like her. That girl is shredded. I know I'm not gonna look like her, but years back, I would look at her posts and think that if I ate exactly like her and I worked out exactly like her, then I would look like her. And that was not the right mindset to be in. I was just oblivious, point blank. I was just oblivious. I just didn't really know much about health, wellness, and nutrition. And when you see these YouTube videos and the titles are one week booty transformation or 10 minute hourglass figure ab workout, you have these unrealistic expectations that if you're doing these workouts and eating like these people that you're gonna somehow magically look like them. We're all built so differently and that's the beauty of being your own person and being unique is that we are built so differently. Growing up, I remember my sister Miranda, she just naturally has such an athletic, muscular, toned body. It's insane. And I naturally have a more thin, <laughs> lanky kind of body. And growing up, I was so envious of her muscles, her calves, just how athletically she was built. And she was so envious of how I was built. And we just went back and forth because I wanted her body and she wanted mine. But at the end of the day, no matter what workouts she does and what workouts I do, because we did the same workouts. We were training the same way. We would go on runs together. We would train in our backyard together. We would have lacrosse practice together. We did the same things, but no matter what, she wasn't gonna look like me and I was not gonna look like her. And it's just accepting that this is your body. And I'm not saying, oh yeah, this is your body, just accept it and don't work out, just chill on the couch all day and let your body do its thing because this is just your body. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, don't obsess over it. Don't obsess over changing your body and the way that you look. Of course, if you feel uncomfortable or you're just not on your health grind anymore and you want to lose a few pounds, sure, hit the gym. Same way if you wanna gain a few pounds, hit the gym, eat right. And it's kind of weird saying that because I feel like the whole losing pounds, losing weight is a weird thing to talk about in the health and wellness world because I don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like losing weight, it's a touchy topic. It's it's hard to talk about sometimes. But there's no harm in wanting to lose a few pounds in a healthy way. Same with gaining weight. No harm in wanting to gain weight in a healthy way. As long as you're making changes to your body in a safe and healthy way, there's no harm in doing that. On the topic of gaining weight, it's kind of crazy. This is the first time in my life where I think I've gained weight. I don't know. I don't have a scale. I've never owned a scale. I have no interest in weighing myself at all. And that's another thing because weight is not representative of how healthy you are, how unhealthy you are. Therefore, I will never use a scale or judge myself from a scale because it's just not representative at all. Anyways, the past couple months or so, I have definitely gained weight for sure. Nothing crazy, but I just feel as though I'm a bit bigger. And it's so insane because I'm not mad about it. And I'm not stressing over it. And I'm not working out overtime to make up for this weight gain. I'm honestly kind of happy about it. But I've sat and reflected on this weight gain because I was kind of confused at first why I wasn't freaking out and why I wasn't upset over it. But my priorities have just shifted in life. I don't have working out as my number one priority anymore. And it used to be looking good and having a really good body used to be my number one priority. That was my focus. And it's just not anymore. And I'm so happy that it's not. The past however many months, I've been focusing on different things like work and social media and making connections and meeting people, all of which are so much more important and meaningful than looking a certain way. And when I think about it, everyone who I look up to in life, do they have a killer bod? Are they shredded? Do they have six packs? No, none of them. None of them do at all. And I heard this the other day, but it really stuck with me. People don't remember you for your body. They do not. They remember you for the way that you make them feel, the way that you treat them. No one remembers you for your body. And if they do, they're probably not a good person anyways. You probably shouldn't be around that person if they're remembering you and caring about you because of your body. Those aren't good people. So anyways, next time that you are so busy and you have other things going on in your life. I mean, for myself, the reason why I'm not working out as hard or as much or for as long as I used to be is because I'm working now and I'm working nine to five. And then when I'm done with work, then I do social media work. And the weekends is a lot of social media too. And just time to take a breath. And honestly, I just don't have the energy anymore to be working out like crazy. And that's fine. I mean, in college and in high school, I had the time to be working out because I wasn't doing anything else. So I had the time to prioritize working out. And it was fun. That was my main hobby. I really liked it. It was an activity to go to the gym. And now things have shifted. Priorities have shifted. So instead of being like, Ugh, 
so frustrating, I don't have time, or I'm, I just can't make enough time. Because I, I really don't like the saying, I don't have time, because we all have time. It's just about what you make time for, and I really live by that. So I don't like to say I don't have time, but I'm not making time. I'm making time for other things, for work, for social media, for sleeping, for seeing friends. I'm not making time to work out as much as I used to. And so I tell myself I'm thankful that I have so much going on and I have so many things to do rather than spend all my time obsessing, focusing on working out to look good. And that's another thing. I used to work out to look good. That was why I worked out. And it didn't leave me feeling great. It didn't leave me feeling fulfilled. I would push myself too much and it just would end up hurting my body instead. Led to me being unhappy, being unhappy and sad and led me to having sad eating periods led me to being tired, worse workouts, for just forcing myself to work out for all the wrong reasons. It just never ended well. And now I work out mainly for my mental health, just to have something accomplished. I mean, there's no better feeling than working out and feeling accomplished after a workout. Even if it's just a quick 20-minute workout, just moving your body, getting something done. And so I know I started this off with talking about how body image is really about perspective and shifting your mindset. And that's another thing, working out. I feel like I enjoy it so much more because my mindset has shifted. I'm not working out to look good. I'm working out to feel good. And when you start doing that, you're not pushing your body to its extremes. You're not hurting yourself you feel more fulfilled, a lot of this is just mindset shifts and changing your perspective on what you're doing. And so that's another question that I get all the time is, how often do you work out? Right now, it's changing every week. I don't do the same workouts. Well, actually, no, I I do do similar workouts, but I, I used to have a specific workout split where I would just plan out my weeks and plan out my workout schedules, but now, similarly to intuitive eating, I I don't know if this is a term, but intuitively work out. I never really plan out my workouts, except for when I'm doing an actual workout class, because obviously you have to schedule that in advance. Which, by the way, if you are in the city, or in any, honestly, you don't even have to be in the city. I have done workouts in New Jersey, where my parents live, through ClassPass. Um, They don't pay me to say this at all. I'm saying this because I genuinely love ClassPass and I've been using it for, I think, four years now, three years now. But that's how I schedule and book all of my classes. I do it through them. It's so great. I was just in LA for a few days and I was able to do a Pilates class because I just booked through ClassPass because I had credits. And there's a link in my Instagram bio if you want a month free. So try it. I swear it's so worth it. That's my spiel with class baths. I just love them so much. Anyways, the Pilates classes that I do and the boxing classes. I primarily just do uh, Pilates and boxing through class pass. I used to do berries a lot and 
rumble training, which both involve treadmills. But recently, I've been getting really bad shin splints, and my knees have been hurting like crazy. So I am not running like I used to anymore, just doing a lot of low-impact workouts. But other than scheduling in Pilates and boxing classes, I kind of just wake up and whatever I'm feeling, if I'm feeling really tired, I'll just do an elliptical workout or a long walk. But if I'm waking up and I feel, you know, I feel, I feel like I could get a good workout in, then I'll do a weight training session or a higher intensity workout. Just depends on how I'm feeling. That's also the thing. I only make time to do my workouts in the morning before work because I just know myself. Obviously, throughout the day, I don't have time to work out throughout the day because I'm working. And I know that after 5 o'clock when I'm done working, I'm just going to be so tired and brain dead and I'm not going to work out. So when I do work out, it's in the morning first thing. Another question that goes along with that that I get all the time is, do you eat before you work out first thing in the morning? The answer is no. The answer is no because whenever I eat anything or literally even have a sip of water, that's also the thing. I've been to workout classes with my friends and I am the only one who doesn't bring a water bottle because if I, I promise you, if I have even a sip of water while I'm working out, my stomach will cramp up so bad, so bad. And it's the same thing if I eat right when I wake up in the morning and then go do a workout. The food just makes my stomach cramp. I'm uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. Leads to a really bad workout. I'm also not hungry the first thing when I wake up. So that's why I don't. But of course, if I'm working out in the middle of the day or at night, obviously having food before. But that's also the thing. That's just me. That's just me and my body. So many of my friends will wake up, have a few dates with almond butter or have a smoothie or have a protein bar or something before they work out and that's what works for them. Everyone is different, but that's just me. Because trial and error. I've tried eating before I work out. I've tried drinking water before I work out. It just doesn't work for me. And there's two notes that I want to leave off on. Two things that I had written down, two things that are always on my mind. The first thing, and I always think about this when I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see, I'm being too critical. And it's crazy because one day I'll look in the mirror and be like, wow, killing it, looking so good, so fire, so confident. The next day, I'll look in the mirror and be like, ugh, I wish I were thinner, I wish I were more toned. And then the next day, I'll look in the mirror and be like, ugh, I wish I were more curvy, I have no curves. It's never ending. It's always changing. And I reflected on this. I've reflected on this a whole lot. One day, I'll look in the mirror and wish I were thinner. The next day, I will wish I were larger. Our ideas of what a so-called perfect or dream body is, it's always changing. Always. And every person's idealistic body is so different and ever-changing. I mean, if you look at, there's YouTube videos and studies done on this. If you look at the quote-quote ideal body that we in the U.S. view as the ideal body, 
over the past few decades, it has changed every year so drastically. For one year, it's really trendy to be super skinny. And then the next year, it's really trendy to be super curvy. It's always changing. And realizing that, at least for me, helps a lot to just make me realize, say I do want to be super curvy, I just know, I know myself, I know the next day, that's going to change. And so why spend time thinking about it and stressing about wishing you looked a certain way? This is kind of leading into the last thing that I wanted to say. I heard this somewhere, someone told me this, I bring it up a lot, at least I feel like I bring it up a lot, maybe I don't. Maybe I just think about it a lot in my head and so I think I say it out loud, but I don't. Anyways, I heard this somewhere and it's stuck with me and every time I'm having a negative, bad body image day, I always remember this. Your body is merely a vehicle. That's all it is. Your body is the vehicle that lets you experience life. It's what takes you through life. It's what allows you to have experiences. Life isn't about the way you look. It's not about your body. It's about the things you do with your life. So of course, your vehicle needs gas. It needs to be fueled properly in order to work, in order to take you through life and allow you to experience things. And I relate that to fueling your body with good whole foods, ingredients, foods, meals that will keep you full, sustained, high energy. You have to fuel yourself. But this vehicle, your body, it's just the vehicle. As long as you are keeping it in check, you're fueling it properly, you know, you get the engine revving every once in a while, and I relate that to working out, being active, because if you leave your car running and just running and running and running, it's gonna die. Same goes with if you never drive your car, and I'm not a car expert, but I, <laughs> I know my grandpa's car, if he doesn't run it every once in a while, something bad happens. I don't know exactly what happens, but something bad happens. So I relate that to the being active portion of your life. You don't need to run yourself out. You don't need to burn yourself out with exercise and movement. You just got to keep it going a little bit. And at the end of the day, no one actually cares what your car looks like, relating that to your body. No one cares what your vehicle looks like. It's about the memories and the experiences that your vehicle lets you have. Was that too cheesy? I don't know, that's how I think about it. And it always helps me because it gets me back in the right mindset and perspective on what life's about and it's not about how you look. And it's so easy to stress and obsess and compare yourself. It's so easy but you kind of just gotta slap yourself across the face sometimes and be like, stop that. <sighs> there really is a lot to unpack with the topic of body image, but I wanna end it there. I hope some of this <laughs> made sense. I hope some of this resonated, but that's all I wanna talk about today. I'm gonna be here on this fine Christmas Eve, Friday night, checking my <laughs> COVID test results every five minutes again. Cross your fingers for me that I can go home, but I hope everyone is having a really nice holiday. If you're not listening to this during the holidays, maybe I'm a little late, but as always, sending love, sending hugs. My messages are always open. 
please let me know what you think if you've made it this far. I really do appreciate every single message that I get. They make my whole day, my whole week. Let me know what topics you want to hear about, what people you want me to bring on and talk to. I was just on my friend Kit's podcast, which you should definitely go listen to. It's her podcast called Ageless. It's on Spotify and Apple Music, I think. Um, but that's all I have for today. So I will talk to you guys next time.